an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. Bob and Linda make their way onto the landing and are greeted by Jim and Ben, about to oversee the plane arrive, as it was due very soon as the afternoon heads on to 15.30. The long await would soon be over. Linda asks, anyone for a hot cup of something, tea or coffee? Ben replies, tea for me, one sugar and no milk. When did you stop taking milk in tea, Ben? asks Linda in an inquiring voice. I've just taken a liking to tea without milk more recently, as I had an issue with my stomach. Did you see the doctor, Bob jumps in, after having not said a word at all? Yes, I did, and the news is not at all good, as I may have an ulcer or two. I will have a colonoscopy on Monday to find out why I'm suffering with stomach pain. The day ends and no plane as yet. When Ben tries to contact the company, the phone just rings. Bob jumps in again. This is getting bad now. This project has been more of a pain in the butt than anything else, starting with Fred and all his involvement with the poaching ring. And to think I was willing to put all this in place, unknown to me, for all the wrong reasons. Linda, well, dear, we can rest in the knowledge that he is in jail, awaiting trial, and the understanding was that it should have taken place by now, but was put on hold for more charges to be brought against him and his co-accused, as in the kidnapping of me firstly, and lastly, you and Peter. Bob, Yes, dear, I would now like to go home, see our son Peter, and have a meal at this point. Stop talking about that piece of rubbish for a brother. Do not snap at me. I was only showing concern, said Linda. That's fine now. Let's get the hell out of here. Sorry, Ben. We will talk again, replies Bob. At the Winters' home, the tension between Linda and Bob is noticeable by Peter. So as not to make any trouble, he moves off to his bedroom and continues with his work for school. When his dad is in a bad mood, it is best to keep out of his way. Mind, things do improve just before supper, when his dad is heard saying, Sorry, Linda, I did not mean to be so ungrateful to you. Linda replies, I should learn not to push on subjects like family issues that you have strong feelings about. Morning comes and a new day starts, as the sun comes up and all the animals and humans alike start afresh. Wonder what the day will bring. Bob has one thing on his mind, and that's the plane that has not arrived as yet. As he drops Peter off at school and makes his way to the office, his cell rings and then stops. He picks it up and the number is private again, thinking how strange this is as the office phone did the same the other day to Jan before him and Peter were found. It could be Fred trying to make contact 
but why phone and then cut the call even before anyone has taken the call? Was the chain of thought going through his mind at that moment? A single male line is seen making its way down to the water's edge, just close to the den of Clip and Python. As for the whereabouts of Clip and Mr. Plus One and Croc, no one can say. The last time they were around was a few days ago. The landscape of the park, in as far as the relationship between animals, is changing. It is common knowledge that the possible structural changes to the lion prides is about to affect the dynamics in the park between animals as to how they behave to one another. As all have come to know Sky's way of managing his kingdom, the big question is who will become king? Bob now is at the office and Jim and Jan are with him. Jim now is on the phone with the company Flying High CC and is in a heated conversation with the manager Tony Ray Wilson. Bob overhears Jim confirm that the plane that was ready to be delivered to the park has gone missing. Jim, why were we not informed of this yesterday as we were just a call away? Tony replies, We have no excuse for what has gone down. We, in all trust, handed the plane over to our distribution department. The thing is, the two men that came to collect the plane I had never set eyes on before. Only minutes before you phoned had we been informed that the plane was stolen under our very eyes. When the depot that receives the plane on the flatbed truck noted no plane had arrived and contacted the police. We have checkpoints en route to the customer for this very reason, as documents as in the dispatch note and delivery note have barcodes. All need to be scanned as well as a tag on the plane. Call ends shortly as Jim said goodbye. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.